We gotta talk about it. <laughs> yeah, they ready for today's show. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it, huh? We got a lot to talk about right here on KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome to the Danny Morrison Show, the whole nine of the nighttime right at nine. For those unaware, I mentioned last week that this is our final live show of the week because we are pre-recorded tomorrow night. Yeah, the uh, Danny Mo Show will still be on the air in this time slot tomorrow, but it'll be a best of broadcast with three of our best three hours from the incredible broadcast week that we just embarked on. Especially last night's episode on the black church. Wow. Robin, was that fire or what? That was straight fire. Wow. Incredible. Quite possibly one of the five best shows since I got here to KBLA. And if you want to hear that episode and all the others... You can always stream the broadcast while you're running errands or traveling over the weekend. But again, make sure you tune in tomorrow night if you need a nice energy boost heading into the weekend. And we will be back live again on Monday with some brand new heat for you to indulge yourself in. But if you're an avid listener to my previous midday show, you might recall I used to do Flex Fridays every week where we would let our head down and discuss things that may come across as being a little more trivial and superficial, but highly important nonetheless. But considering tonight is Thursday night, you get these conversations a day early. For some reason in the past, these convos usually leaned into relationship talking. Today, ironically, will continue the tradition. Because over the last decade or so, I have noticed a slow-moving transition. Moving a lack of love into fruition. Putting old-school romance out of commission. Leaving us wondering if it is in love. Like new edition. Can you stand the rain, Robin? I'm just <laughs> Come on, Natalie. <laughs> Don't y'all leave me out here by myself. That was nice. That was good. And tonight, I want to bring you the first part of a two-part series focused on men and women to attempt at diagnosing love. Why the love, respect, and the tradition has slowly dissipated from our relationships. So today, we start with the women. The queens. I just want to have a real talk discussion with the women that listen to this broadcast about how a lot of us men have started operating in 2022. It's transparency time. I want to reveal to you some of the things that you may not be aware of that are happening right up under your nose. Because the 2022 African-American male is far different than the 1992 African-American male. I've been privy to an assortment of secrets over the past 20 years. And tonight, I plan to peel back the curtain to let you know just how twisted Some of the brothers out here tend to operate. It's not you, it's us. And I believe that the data that I'm about to give you could help you in your dating experiences moving forward. Now I wanna preface this conversation by saying that I am not Kevin Samuels. I'm not Steve Harvey. I'm not Paul Brunson. I sure ain't Derek Jackson. What happened to that cat? (laughs) He tries to make a comeback. He ain't coming back. He needs to take that bonnet off his wife's head is what he needs to do. Why'd you take the bonnet off the queen's head? I'm just a man that has been in multiple relationships that have crashed and burned and also been around a number of men whose relationships have crashed and burned. Due to the fact that some of the shenanigans, actions, and conversations have been going on without your knowledge, ladies. And sadly, you have been fully oblivious to the nonsense. So allow me to now purge and purify myself in the holy waters of uh, Lake Los Angeles. Is there a Lake Los Angeles? Uh, I think so. We got to look that up. I want to say yes. By letting you know what is really going on. And to the kings that are listening, can you cats just step aside for a second? I need to talk to just the queens right now. Just for a few minutes. 
Y'all step aside. Go on, get a beer or something. Go on, because I believe that I can help them better understand why we are the way that we are and help them understand the psyche of us Neanderthals. Yeah, knuckle-dragging Neanderthals some of the time. Let's keep it real. And fellas, I also apologize in advance for revealing the trade secrets on this broadcast. I just feel that we can use today as a cultural cleansing agent of sorts for the kings. And once this show is over, we can collectively hit the reset button and pick up the pieces and start doing better for the women in our lives. That is, if y'all still want us. So let's do it. Ladies, listen. Social media has commandeered the power away from you when it comes to dating us black men. I repeat, social media has commandeered the power away from you when it comes to dating us black men. Don't blame the messenger. I'm just here to deliver the information. Allow me to break things down for you, okay? If you were like me, you come from Generation X and older. You recall how back in the day, the female was in complete control of the dating pool and could manipulate the time, direction, and even the temperature of dating and could even predetermine whether boys and men were even allowed to participate as early as grade school. You were the torchbearers, the key masters, the gender that determined if and when boys and men were even allowed to take the field and play ball. It has been a one-sided playing field where men for multiple generations have had our manhood stomped on after your cold and sometimes public rejection shrank our egos and even our testicles about a quarter inch. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Not mine. I don't know about y'all. Not mine. But <laughs> let me get through this. You see, back in the day, Men would only be able to get to know a young lady by seeing you in person and approaching you accordingly for your phone number or someone recommending him to you as someone that you needed to meet. Yeah, there were party lines and meetings on the dark web back in the day, but really get to knowing someone, you had to do it from a first person perspective. Gone are the days when men would slip off their wedding ring and shove it in their pocket to approach a woman. Gone are the days when, even though they were married, telling a woman that they are getting to know that their current wife is their ex-wife. Gone are the days when having a secondary studio apartment in another city just to meet up with another woman after telling the wife that you had to work all weekend and will be unavailable all weekend. And gone are the days when you would have to pay for everything in cash for your mistresses, uh, plural, to ensure that there no, there's no paper trail that your wife could ever discover. Y'all should see Robin's face right now. <laughs> wow. See, y'all don't hear me. This is a real talk discussion up in here today. Do I have your attention, ladies? But social media has made the mouse into a man in 2022. No pun intended. One click of the mouse on its chosen social media site has granted every person at peace standing up the chance to finally stand up. Now with Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Tinder, and a plethora of additional dating apps and websites, these kings no longer have to risk it all by stepping to you in person for a little time in hopes for a little bump and grind. Because a simple username and email address allows even the foulest men out there the opportunity to shine. That's why playing hard to get is a thing of the past. Y'all can't do that no more. Back when went, men would woo a girl or a woman to eventually win her over. Picking her up for a date. Opening her car door. Paying for dinner. Good morning text messages. Waiting more than a month before getting sex. 
Today's black men are no longer interested in courting you while simultaneously spending large amounts of time and money proving to you that he deserves to be the only man in your life. Not when there's a hundred plus women in his DMs right now that are prepared to give him an illustrious sex life and be his wife. Tonight. And by the way, just an FYI, if you are currently dating or married to a man that spends a lot of time on social media, he is currently doing things in his DMs that you would be upset about. Yeah, yo man. <laughs> Y'all just see Robert's face right now. Does the activity involve genitalia? Probably not. Has he ever met her in person? Maybe not. But if you're an avid listener to the Danny Mo Show, you've heard my clear and concise definition on what constitutes cheating. It's very simple. Anything you do with a member of the opposite sex that you are intentionally hiding from your partner is cheating. I repeat. Anything you do with a member of the opposite sex or same-sex relationships that you are intentionally, is the key word, hiding from your partner is cheating. Point blank, period. Non-negotiable. And again, if your man spends an inordinate amount of time on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, or otherwise, he is actively doing some dirt that you would disagree with and intentionally hiding it from you. And here's why. Because social media has reinforced our twisted belief that we are just as sexy today as we were in our early 20s. Facts. Fellas, stop me when I'm lying. Y'all know it's true. In our Neanderthal minds, likes, comments, and DMs are tangible proof that the women are into us as much now as they were back in the day. And it's entirely a facade. And here's why. Women hit the like button on social media posts for a myriad of reasons. Not solely because they think you cute. Some do. But I'm willing to bet that the majority of women do it because they may like your outfit or the car you drive in or just the fact that maybe your message was the perfect positive affirmation that they needed to read and or hear that day. You know, that does happen. But once again, in the twisted minds of us men, we see any attention from you, you ladies on social media, as being confirmation that you are into us. That's the God's honest truth. The same way you crack a simple smile at us in a crowded club and we automatically tell our boys next to us, I think baby girl's into me right there. She's smiling at me. Y'all see all of y'all. Y'all see the situation. Look at me. Look. <laughs> the same assumption is made when multiple women like our posts and pictures on social media. It's called social capital. And we men have used that capital to push the narrative to everyone around us that we are still as sought after a member of the male species as much as we were back in the day popping our collar when we get a hundred likes or something. Check it out, boy. Your boy's popular. You know what I'm saying? It's true. And lastly, here's the final reveal that I want to share to you today. Pay a cl close attention, ladies, because this one might hurt a little bit. Don't go assuming that those friends of his have your best interest at heart either. Hmm. <sighs> I'm probably getting myself in trouble right now by revealing this. <laughs> but those ride-or-die friends that they have known forever, the ones that go back like babies and pacifiers, the ones that you always trust will keep your man out of trouble, huh? You better take care of my baby. I know that he with you. I know everything's going to be okay. Look, they may never drag your man into situations that will cause for him to cheat on you. They may never set him up as a wingman with anyone and place him in a position where he would be tempted to do some dirt behind your back. 
But they will never tell you what's really going on, though. On those Vegas trips with the homies. On those cruises. On those trips to professional sporting events out of town that stretch into a full weekend. They will lie right to your face. Because they have to. Like El DeBarge, they love you in a special way. Make no mistake. But they've known him for 30 years. They've known you for three. There just simply is no comparison. Now, every now and again, one of his friends may step outside the circle and try to warn you about the things that may be going on, but not, not a full-on reveal. That will never happen. They may be dropping blues clues all around you in hopes that you decipher the message, but they would never full-on snitch on their boy. And they hate having the light of your face all the time. Because you are a good woman you always have been. And you should have a good man that compliments that goodness. So there you have it. The truth. I honestly believe that maintaining and cultivating a healthy relationship that ultimately leads to marriage will require that both people delete their presence on social media immediately. Because I believe that when the story regarding the end of civilization is written, the advent of social media will have its own chapter. In conclusion, ladies, always remember that love is what is left in a relationship after all the selfishness is taken out. There's some really good cats out there. Men that will be your ride or die. Men that will always have your back. Men that will lead the black family into the 21st century and be the husband and father that you deserve. But in my opinion, that man has to have some God in his life, some friends that are in happy marriages or relationships around them, and be stricken from social media. And at the end of the process, he could be the man that will grow into the relationship that you truly deserve. I think. But that's just me. <laughs> Ooh. A lot to chew on tonight, Queen. That's a lot to chew on. Tell me what you think, L.A. Do you believe that wooing a woman is now a thing of the past for the male population, especially the black male population? Do you think that opening doors, paying for meals, good morning text messages, and now consider old school? What do you miss about romance that these youngsters could learn from today? Also, do you even believe that the men of 2022 are worse than the men of 1992? Do you believe that social media has helped your social life or harmed it? And do you think that you could be in a relationship with a man that spends a lot of time on it? And lastly, kings, I hope that we still friends, y'all. I can feel the text messages coming right now. Do you believe that being with one woman is feasible in 2022? We gonna keep it real up in there? There's a male in my circumference right now shaking his head no. Not gonna say who. <laughs> Do you believe that you could be faithful? One woman, every day, every night, for the rest of your life. And is it possible for you to be on social media and maintain a healthy relationship? And here's a bonus question for the kings and queens tonight. Would you offer up your passwords to your socials to prove to your man or woman that you are the real deal? Could you? Holla at your boy, your voice to change, your voice to community, your voice is on 1-800-920-1580, 1-800-920-1580. You can also stream us via the brand new KBLA streaming app on your app store, iOS or Android. It don't matter. That same app allows you to send me your questions and comments that I will answer live at different intervals throughout the broadcast. Plus, like, share, and follow your favorite radio station live on our socials. <laughs> you thinking right now. <laughs> I got your it's brain going you, right now. You glanced over at me and caught me like. You are thinking right Ooh. <laughs> I hope I ain't causing no problems, no, I'm saying. 
I hope there's still some happiness in the home tonight. <laughs> All good over here. All good. Plus, like, share, and follow your favorite radio station live on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KBLA 1580. Feel free to follow me at Danny Mo Show on those same platforms. Plus, me and my nighttime partner in crime, Robin Ayers. The newly single Robin. I'm playing. Don't I'm play. I'm, you know I'm Don't playing. I'm listening. Come on. <laughs> We'll take your comments via the ecosystem of our social network. Check this out when we come forward. I will add another seven series to add to the topic of conversation tonight. And since we're focusing on the ladies this week, I'm going to give Queens another public service announcement tonight. Yeah, the casual sex game has changed in the 21st century. But there still needs to be some parameters followed on who takes part. Not all men deserve a ticket to the party. That's why my seven series tonight is seven reasons you should never have sex with that man. Ever. He might be fine. He might be sexy. He might even be blessed. But I got the warning signs before you make that decision to get undressed. Stay tuned. Add to the conversation with your phone calls when we come forward. Welcome to the Danny Morrison Show on Unapologetically Progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Let's rock. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. By George and Weezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. Oh man, Atlantic Star, Secret Lovers, wow. Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. You know, Robin and I were sitting there talking about because uh, I'm very health conscious and I go to the gym all the time. I uh, keep my body tight. I mentioned I went to GNC and, you know, half of the things that I buy there seems like don't taste good, but it keeps me in shape. And she goes, I'd love to see a picture of you prior to working out and getting in great shape. And I said, I can show you better. Mm. I said, get on YouTube right now. And anybody else that wants to do it, feel free. Type in Danny Morrison, Wheel of Fortune. Danny Morrison, Wheel of Fortune. Your boy was on Wheel of Fortune back in 2001. I wasn't a, a workout guy. I wasn't a fitness guy way back then. I went on Wheel of Fortune back in 2001 and dominated the hell out of that show. Beat the crap out of that show. Pat Sajak almost changed his name to Pat Say Black. Like, real talk. <laughs> <laughs> Vanna White was almost Vanna Black. Like, for real, when I left that show... <laughs> wow. So y'all check that out. And what I told her was... If you really want to change your life around, and we're not just talking about fitness. Hey, come on, come on, you shush. If you really want to change your life around, usually a moment takes place. You have an epiphany. You have, you know, some paradigm shift of some sort, and that was mine. Because, you know, you go on TV, you know what I'm saying? This was before, you know, 4K and HD and the whole nine. You go on TV, and you know you dress to the nine. You're not an Armani suit on. If you look, get on YouTube, you'll see how, you know, I was sexy. So I thought. <laughs> So I thought, even even if you watch that broadcast, uh, Pat, Pat Sajak makes a comment about my suit, like, you're the best-dressed person on this show. I'm like, well, thank you. So, you know, they pre-record it, and then they show it two weeks later. So all my family and friends and coworkers and everybody in my hometown is watching that thing, and I see myself on TV, and I go, God, I'm fat. Mm. God, I'm fat. And, I'm, you know, I'm doing well. I win all this money and everything. I want a car and everything. Go ahead and watch it and see. I act a fool on there, by the way. But... It changed my life. Okay, so for those who are not watching, can I describe? Please what's describe going on what here? you see. You look like 
Well, first of all, like the first thing that I said is you have a suit on, so mm-hmm. it's hard to even just, you know, completely see what your body looked like under the suit. However, oh no, you don't even look like the same person. You actually look much older. I hear that all the time. Than what you do now, mm-hmm. and it's funny what they say when you're bigger. That once you lose weight, it it's almost like this younger you is inside of that person. Mm-hmm. And when you have all this extra weight, it's just covering up and it makes you look so much older. That's exactly what I see here. So mm-hmm. it's not that you don't look bad. I don't see that you were. You, you said that you look fat. I can see the extra pounds, <laughs> but you you do look older. You look much older here. Well, thank you. <laughs> I don't look like no pastor. <laughs> Semi-pastorish. Semi-pastorish. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> but if you guys want to check it out, go to YouTube. It's, uh, type in Danny Morrison, Will of Fortune, and check it out and uh, get your live phone. Uh, by the way, one more thing before we get back into it. Uh, Abid calls this broadcast of an on again. Do you remember o- Abid calls in? One of the most intelligent callers that we have. Took me to brunch today. Wow. Yeah, it was great. It's a place called... Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My, my stomach just settled when you, you know. Uh, it's called Madeers. Have never you been heard there? Of it. I've never heard of it. Ma- yeah. Okay. You've never. I'm surprised. I've never, never been. No, I've never been. Yeah, it's over on Western, and uh, it's a, a great soul food spot. It was fire. Ooh, it I need fire. to go. Yeah. So uh, I bring it up because, first of all, thank you, Abid. I know you're listening right now. I appreciate you, King. Thank you. He bought and everything. He was like, can you go to lunch? And I was like, man, I can't, man. He was like, come on, just, you know, give me a little. I, I can't go, man. He said, I'm buying. Send me an address. I'm, a- <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the <laughs> way. Where, 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 where is it? Where? <laughs> but um, <laughs> what percentage of your monthly income goes towards black-owned business? And, mm. and be honest. Because mm. I was up to 20% when I got here to Los Angeles. It's, it's dwindling down to about 15%. I've had a couple of bad experiences. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one for me. And it and it uh, it's not consistent. You know, that's the problem. There are times when my my percentage is pretty high because I specifically look yeah. out and I'm like I'm asking people, you know, to drop their their black owned businesses. But um, yeah, I, it's sad to say I'm not as consistent as I like to be. I'm trying to do it up in L.A. By the way, if you want me to frequent yours, get in my e- email, my inbox, my email, either one. Uh, Danny at smileyaudiomedia.com. I love to come check you out. And uh, if you give me some good service, I may frequent your business on the regular. Like uh, somebody told me about L&J Cleaners over on Manchester. He is now my cleaning guy. Nice. You know, and yeah. just, you know, let me know. And if you give me bad service, I might get on the mic and say it, though. You, you, <laughs> watch out. So they got to step their game up. Step your game. And another thing, I don't need nothing for free. Uh, every single time I go to a black-owned business here in L.A., and they go, your money's no good here. You know, we just want to take care of you, KBLA, Tavis Smiley. And I go, I'm here to pay. Mm. Yeah, support. I don't want nothing free from y'all. Real talk. Mm-hmm. You, know, you want to get some something for free? Uh, there's a homeless guy on the corner right there. Give him something for free. Mm. I don't need your free stuff. I'm here to pay. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you build generational wealth. That's why I'm here. Yeah. But I'm here to pay. So That's good. I appreciate the offer. Especially I was offered some free ribs. I was like, mm, this might be one of them times I might have to take some <laughs> free pork ribs. You tripping. <laughs> but uh, I'm here to pay. All right, cool. And uh, by the way, uh, tonight in this first hour, uh, we're going to discuss the main topic, even though we're up against it already, of conversation we will get into 
uh, in a second. And in the second hour, Queen Robin's going to place you up with the Raw Report. And just like last week in the third hour, I brought another moral conundrum, by the way, from a follower from my past for you to chew on. It's a good one, too. Stay close. Should be a bomb show tonight. So today, we're discussing whether you believe, like me, that the traditional dating methods are becoming a thing of the past. Has social media changed the game? And are men less chivalrous and less romantic in 2022? And as I said, I remember sometime last year when I revealed some of my trade dating secrets of us black men. I was getting a few text messages on my phone during the broadcast. Personal ones. Jokingly telling me to shut up, D. D. (laughs) You doing too much. Look, I just believe that the new 2022 Negro is a king that shows that he can reveal his flaws. We got to grow up. I do it on this broadcast all the time. Y'all know I am totally transparent on this show. I'm like a, a giant black bald eagle, you know, just, well, I got cornrows though. And uh, 20 foot wingspan, you know, with huge claws. I got a powerful jaw flying high and surveying the dating scene within the African-American community. But you know what else? I got broken wings just like everybody else, man. I do. I am nowhere near perfect. Okay. I got baggage. And I ain't no better than anybody. And the Danny Mo Show is like my truth serum. I come up in here and I give it to y'all real. Give it to you raw. And I told you, I am under perpetual spiritual construction. Last night I told you that we had a great broadcast last night. On the black church and God and religion and faith and the whole nine. And I'm working every single day to get better. And I'm hoping as this show progresses, we will all collectively get better together. That's my hope. That's my wish. That's my prayer. And I've also told you. That now that I'm in Los Angeles, the devil been tap dancing though. Mm. Ooh. Shame the devil. Look, the <laughs> devil got some new dancing shoes like you. <laughs> he tap dance around your boy all day. He even learned to moonwalk this month, like for real. <laughs> Jesus. No pun intended. And I'm just trying not to let him in. <laughs> trying not to let him in, no. But that's kind of what we're discussing today. Can we men keep it real with women and be honest about our shortcomings? If we don't want to be in a relationship or marriage, we need to do something about that. If we can't only sleep with one woman for the rest of our lives, we need to do something about that. If your friends are a bad influence on your life and your relationship or marriage, you need to do something about that. But let's all stop putting a facade up of a happy relationship and giving rhythm to these women in our DMs at the same time. It's foul. It is. If you want to play single, be single. I'm just saying. And that's why I got a seven series tonight. Check this out. One topic, seven answers. It's time for the seven series on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, We will get into this on the other side. We're up against it right now. When we come forward, uh, look, the casual sex game has changed in the 21st century, but there still needs to be some parameters followed on who takes part. Not all men deserve a ticket to the party. The seven series tonight is seven reasons you should never have sex with that man. You want to join in? You know what to do. 1-800-920-1580. It's the Danny Morrison Show. KBLA Talk 1580. Thursday night. Stay there. Build black better. L.A. finally has a black-owned talk radio station. And it's unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are. 
rooting for everybody black. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. The Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580 inside the 7 Series right now. Seven reasons you should never have sex with that man. Number one is he's a rolling stone. Number two is a bad father. Number three is loose lips sinks ships. Number four is he pressures you way too much. Different people have different interpretations on what is long enough to wait to have sex with someone. Some will even say wait until marriage. Regardless, no woman should be sleeping with a man until she does research on every aspect of his life first. And, it, and he's not willing to wait. And if he's not willing to wait, then you need to leave. You shouldn't feel an obligation to sleep with someone. That's when a controlling relationship begins, by the way. And it's also the fourth, fourth reason you should never have sex with that man. I'll get through it. Number five. He lacks ambition. So let me see. You're considering having sex with a man that has no job, no car, sit up on the couch, smoke weed all day in his drawers, has a criminal record, and lives with his mama. He's so sexy, though, right? He mad sexy. His abs are so ripped, though, huh? And woo, he never uses the toilet because the water is too cold. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Wrong. Women gravitate towards the types of men that exemplify how they feel about themselves. Let me repeat that. Women gravitate towards the types of men that exemplify how they feel about themselves. Don't get caught up with a man that will be unemployed on your couch into the foreseeable future. And that is the fifth reason you should never have sex with that man. Here's number six. All style, no substance. He takes a selfie of himself every single day. Newsflash, fellas. No man should be taking bathroom selfies. Ever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. No man on earth should be taking bathroom selfies. First of all, your bathroom's nasty. Clean that thing. It's called Simple Green. Look into it. But you know man. Under no circumstances? Under no. Give me a reason a man should do that. Give me a, a, a viable reason. What if she asks him? Okay, that's different. Okay. All right. I still wouldn't do it. A bathroom self? Mm. <laughs> and making duck lips in mm. photos and he places more emphasis on my that dude. He places more emphasis on material possession than he does relationships. That's called overcompensation, by the way. So you know what that means? If he's overcompensating. Putting out all of his cars, his jewelry, how much money, you know. That's another thing, fellas. Stop taking pictures with money. Stop it. It's just old. It's so 1995. Stop it. All that tells me is he's probably hung like a light switch. That's all I'm saying. Come on now. Don't y'all leave me out of by myself. Don't y'all leave me out of by myself. Come on now. Don't you do it. <laughs> plus, you don't, plus, you don't want a plastic cat like that anyway. A himbo. They call those a himbo. Never heard that term? And that is the, yeah, and that is the sixth reason you should never have sex with that man. Here's number seven, and we up against it. You. You know you. You're emotionally fragile and emotionally gullible right now. One amazing sex session with a man drives you into a tailspin. You always equate great sex with love. You confuse the two, even with someone that you have no connection with. Don't do it. Or you'll be telling him that you love him in the morning. You know how you are. Even when you barely know that cat, you need to protect your heart, queen. It ain't worth it. One great night of sex with a cat that you barely know, it ain't 
worth it. Trust and believe. Protect your heart in 2022, okay? And that is the seventh and final reason you should never have sex with that man. What do you think, Robin? That was straight fire. All right. That was great. Speaking of fire, coming up after the top of the hour, we got the Raw Report with Robin. She's going to tell you what you want to hear about. Uh, we're going to talk about Brazilian butt lifts. I cannot wait. Make sure you join in. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. And don't forget, in the third hour, I brought another moral conundrum. I want to know what you think from a follower from my past that had a problem that wanted us all to solve. I need you help, your help in solving that today. But right now, news and traffic on the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Although he probably with another woman. That's why I ain't gonna make it. <laughs> just in case his uh, mistress ain't at the house. Stop! What? I'm just saying it's a remix. Uh, give me a verse. Almost anywhere, haven't I taken you? Almost anywhere. Think of all the things that we share. And imagine me not there. Oh, come on. Y'all thought Jahi was in the room. All right. Danny Morrison Show. KBLA Talk 1580. Y'all thought Jahi was here. I didn't know he was here, Danny. It's time for the Raw Report with Robin Ayers. What's on tap tonight, Queen? Oh, that felt good. Jaheem, that felt very good. That, that felt like when uh, when love was real, relationships were real. That's like, another, you know, that's another that. thing we haven't tapped into. Think about uh, love has disappeared from relationships and from all over social media and the whole nine, right? Mm-hmm. But love has also disappeared from music. From music. Oh, my Na- goodness. Name the last time there was a mainstream slow jam. Take your time. Mainstream. Right. That would take me a while. Right? Uh, yeah. It, it... Close the door. I don't. Anderson. Not a mainstream. I, I'm talking a mainstream chart topping yeah because you know when you and i are coming up you know mariah carey was doing it all the time whitney yeah. houston was doing it all the time yeah you know yeah it I, just, I just doesn't happen anymore. it doesn't happen i mean there's literally something you feel when you hear that kind of music and so we don't i don't feel that with music right now and it sucks it sucks it sucks but listen i am ready to talk about brazilian butt lifts and danny i know you're excited about this one because <laughs> you like booties all I right do. I like you big like butts and I cannot lie. So, <laughs> yeah, okay, all right, that that too. Uh, and you guys know here at the Raw Report, I like to to highlight what you should know about, who you should know about, and Brazilian butt lifts. I think this is a topic that is heavy. I think it's impactful. But I'm going to highlight someone specific within this realm uh, because I think I, I applaud her for what she's doing. You guys know Kay Michelle. The um, She's a singer, but I think people actually knew her first from reality TV. There At least no I, knew. I, I Yeah, I did. She was, <laughs> she was, yeah, she made her mark in the reality TV industry. But she can really, really sing. And if you, if you know Kay Michelle, I think she was introduced to us with a very shapely body. She had already had uh, surgeries and things like that. But if you've been following her story, uh, unfortunately, she had to undergo surgery to remove silicone from her body after receiving an illegal buttock injection called high 
hydrogel injection in the black market. See, I didn't know that is what what it what it happened. Yeah. When it dropped on social media. She oh, was like, that was terrible. It was terrible. And I'm sure that was so embarrassing yeah, for her. She felt pretty bad about yeah. it. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've seen it and heard it with a few people. Um, but it's, it's a terrible thing. These women are there are countless videos on social media right now where women are pleading with other women like, listen, don't do it because they're so dangerous. BBLs are uh, one of the highest mortality rates uh, within cosme- uh, cosmetic surgery, mm. and um, they just don't know about it. So I'm going to break it down a little bit for those who don't know about it, because, Danny, you didn't know what no. a BBL was, a, a Brazilian butt lift. So just to clear it up for everybody, um, a buttock augmentation is the surgical process of altering the size shape and contour of the buttocks and this can be achieved using silicone implants or fat transfer so what happens is with the fat transfer they will literally lipo the fat that you don't want maybe on your stomach your thighs it could be anywhere in your body that you feel is extra for a lot of women it's our it's our tummy we we, just just take the take the fat from our tummy they will um take that fat and transfer it into your butt so that's one way. Another way, yeah, I know your face. Now your face. Now your face. The <laughs> facial expression. I'm he's holding making. my comment. I got ten comments. But okay, I'm already, Go ahead. already. Please continue. Another way is to get these silicone implants, and um, a lot of it is. But you know what? What I found out is that a lot of people are looking to make a quick buck, and they use all kinds of just illegal products and things that they inject into these women. And what happens is these uh, hydrogel is one of them. It'll get into your bloodstream. Mm. And that is where it's it's causing the damage. Because these women nowadays, we're going to talk a little bit about it and break it down. But women, we see the Kim Kardashians. We see the Nicki Minaj's um, and so on and so forth. Their butts Um, aren't real. Their butts, their butts aren't aren't nat- naturally shaped that way. All the Kardashians, actually, I'm gonna say Kim Kardashian because she started it. But you you know, uh, several. Real. Courtney, yeah. Courtney is real. Chloe uh, has had some sort of augmentation. Rob as well is real. As Robin, Robin's no, Robin. Rob. Oh, I thought you Kardashian, said Robin. Okay, Robin. I thought you put me in here. Okay, yeah, Robin is. <laughs> no, Rob Kardashian has a real butt. Okay, Rob is Rob is is you know he's exempt. Um, Kylie. Uh, however, is is very notably shapely now as well. She just was not that. And none of them really talk about it or admit it. They say my butt is real because they've had fat transfer there. So you can technically say my butt is real because it's your same fat. Because mm, you make the case. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they So they've had doctors do, you know, x-rays and things like that to prove no silicone was actually or any foreign anything was in their body. And so they Why can not claim, just be honest about it? That's what the that's what the question what is. What is the big deal? This is why this is well the big deal is you want to be known as the one who just looks like that perfectly. You're you're perfectly shaped and you were born that way. But we know. Yeah, we know. It's not real. We've seen old videos and pictures of her. We know. We've yeah. seen the sex tape. Yep. But they will not talk about it. So this is why I wanted to highlight Kay Michelle because she has a new television show um, on Lifetime. It's called My Killer Body. Saw a piece of it, yeah. Yeah, and I, I enjoy I have not actually watched it, but I've watched clips, and I know what it's about. And just the fact that she's trying to help other women and, and get their story out to prevent other women from doing this. So that's what the—are you clear now I on am. what the BBL is? I am. I, I do have a question, though. Yeah. They can put—I I know women get silicone boob implants. You yeah. can put silicone in your behind. How does yeah. that happen? How do you sit down? 
yeah, well, there's a healing process, apparently a very, very excruciating healing process yeah. that you got to go through. Uh, I think you have to be under someone's care for maybe about a week or so. And you can't you can't sit down until you're fully healed. But, yeah, it's a once you're shaped and contoured and you've healed, then you're, you're sort of considered normal. But I'm I guess. saying once the entire healing process is over, though, you have you tell you have the same type of implant that you have in your boob. I, I actually don't know how exactly how that it works. donut shaped. Right. This no. I think it's just an injection. I think it's okay. Them putting the silicone in there and shaping it, contouring it somehow. So you're injecting silicone into your body. Yeah. And y'all and wondering know, why it, it's going bad. That's right. Because it, and that's a good point. Because if it's not contained like it would be in a in a breast, right, in a silicone like bag of some sorts, then it's going right into your bloodstream because there's nothing to, there's nothing to hold it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it has to go somewhere. And I think that's what the issue is. And so, uh, by the, the way, prayered up, gamed up, just sent me a DM said, big bro, that hydrogel was used in the vaccine too, as well as look at all the heart attacks and strokes. Stop it, man. Mm. Stop it right now. I ain't heard that's about propaganda. That. Come on, dude. We're an intelligent radio show. Come mm. on. But go ahead. You were saying, yeah. Um, it's become so popular. It's become extremely popular. It's a it's a cultural phenomenon, and we just don't understand why. But I'm going to talk about 10-time Grammy-nominated rap superstar Nicki Minaj, and I give her props, too, because you know what she just did? What? She actually just opened up about it. And I've and, and Nicki Minaj is is Nicki doesn't even have to say anything about it, but she did. She sat down for an interview. You guys may have seen it. Uh, there's a clip going around. She was sitting with Joe Budden, um, and it's great because she talked about why she even decided to get butt shots. Nicki, I want to see Nicki. Like I was asking about you, mm-hmm. how did your body look beforehand? Mm-hmm. I want to see Nicki beforehand. I, I don't think You've I've ever seen, seen those pictures. I've not seen the pictures. You should Google it. Okay, I, I she will. She was beautiful. I will Google it. Yeah. So she talked about, so Nicki Minaj used to hang out in, obviously, in the studio with Lil Wayne and whomever mm. else was in there with him. And this is her pre, you know, famous Nicki Minaj. And she was coming up and um, she said that Wayne and all the other guys would always talk about the girls with big butts, that they would bring other women with big butts. Mm. And so she felt like this is how you have to look in this culture, in the rap culture, right? And... She then said they they actually would jokingly say things to her to, like, encourage her, basically, to go ahead and get get one. Here's the sad thing, and you probably don't want to hear it, but let's keep it real up in there. Mm-hmm. Is Nicki Minaj Nicki Minaj without those butt implants? Um, unfortunately, she may not be, but I feel like Nicki Minaj is super talented enough to have gotten as far just on her talent alone. It helps her image that she looks that way. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just a fact, right? That's just a fact because she's known as a certain type of woman, you know, mm-hmm. body type. But um, talent-wise, Nikki's got it. Mm-hmm. Nikki's hard. Mm-hmm. And so I think she has what it takes to have made made it as big as she has um, just off of her talent alone. I think it's 50-50. Really? I think 50% is talent. I think the other 50 is, you know, guys are paying attention to her stuff because she's got that butt. Oh, wow. Well, I think she has a large female uh, base. Big time. Yeah. I got to watch what I say so I don't be in my DMs. Yeah. But at the same time, look at that. The women who are are fans of Nicki Minaj are fans of her music, but they're also fans of her body. And they're like, Nicki got a booty. I want to get a booty, too. Off topic, I did hear her in a piece in that interview that she had with Joe Budden. She finally gave Lil' Kim 
her problem. She did. By time. Yeah, she did. Shouldn't have taken 10 years. Yeah, I like that. I like that she finally has said something to big up Lil' Kim. When we come forward, we will continue the Raw Report because I still kind of confused about Brazilian butt implants. And I know the fellas are shaking their head going, we, we really don't care. We don't care how it happened. We don't care where it happened. We don't care how much you paid to make it happen. We just want it to happen. Mm. But we will talk to Robert about that. 1-800-920-1580. It's the Raw Report on the Danny Morrison Show. KBLA Talk 1580. Don't you move. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Wow. I'm in that big boy. Can't win this. I flossed every day, but I ain't a which one? Ka- oh, Monster, Ooh, yes. Kanye West Monster. Nikki. Oh, yeah. We got to play that. Uh, her verse, oh, my God. Mm. It might be the best verse I've heard from a female. Mm. It, it might be. Lil' Kim got a little something to say about that on mm. Quiet Storm, the remix. Okay. But, ooh. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'll tell you, Nikki's verse is crazy. But I love her, her growth right now. Yeah, yeah. Getting in front of Joe Budden. Why do you think she's doing it now? I think she has arrived. She's arrived at the place that we all, you know, we we all look to get to a place where we're like, you know, I've made it, right? Once you've made it, now you have to give back. Come on. Now you have to do something with that. It, it becomes per- more purposeful than just about you. Because mm-hmm. when you're on your grind, everything is for you, right? Mm-hmm. You want to make the money. You want to make the fame. Well, in her case. Um, but you've you've done it, so now you have to help those who are coming up after you. Them young queens are watching. Yeah, so you talk about it all. I, I mean, I'm hoping that she even gives us a little bit more at some point in her career. But you see it; um, she's starting a business where she's going to be managing other talent. Mm. Um, you could just tell that it's becoming about more than just her. So this she is should good. make a song with Lil Kim. That would be. We've been waiting for that. Monumental. It's time. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, that would be incredible. Lil' Kim's had a surgery or two herself. Huh, yeah. What else is going on, huh? Speaking of those uh, surgeries here, uh, you are listening to the Raw Report inside the Danny Morrison Show. And we're talking about Brazilian butt lifts or BBLs, as uh, you guys have known them. But my question is why? Why? Why Why is this happening? You know why. Tell me, in your opinion, why is this happening? Why are so many women, thousands of women, going to the to the doctor? Or not even the doctor. They're going to the homie down the street in the alley, knock three times, and I'll, you know, <laughs> I'll crack the door open for you, say the key word, and I'll let you in in the black market to get these <laughs> butt injections. You know why? I can't, even believe you. I can't even believe you're asking the question. Well, I'm asking you. I have a couple of uh I have a couple of reasons. I have a theory. Okay. Jennifer Lopez. Yes. Who's also been, who's also allegedly had a BBL. Could be. The cultural shift was Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Women just all of a sudden wanted butts. You can say what you want about her singing. You can say what you want about her songs. She got hit. Say what you want about Jennifer Lopez. She is a mogul. But when Jennifer Lopez became popular in the early 2000s, Mm -hmm. when did I'm Real come out? Right around that time, yeah, when her and Ja Rule were making hits together, yeah, yeah. everybody started focusing more on the butt. Early 2000s. Now, we had, you know, Sir Mix-a-Lot, Baby Got Back, and the whole, I mean, we had that prior to. Right. But the cultural shift was Jennifer Lopez. Because we can pinpoint someone. Correct. Yeah. 
it wasn't just a, a, a concept. It was actually someone who we liked, we thought was beautiful, mm-hmm. and she looked good. But we weren't doing BBLs back then. She actually had a natural body back then. Mm-hmm. So why she would allegedly go and get a BBL then is very, uh, I have no idea why she would do that. And, and I, I, someone actually recently told me that a couple of, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And they said, yeah, um, Jennifer Lopez had a BBL. And I said, no, she didn't. Are you sure? I, well, look, we've seen early pictures of her and video of her. She was old. She was doing okay. A number of a number of uh, sources have, again, this is all alleged. Careful. Alleged, alleged, <laughs> alleged. I, I, I'm, I'm just not careful. sure. got to be careful. I'm just not sure. You've heard. Yeah, I, I said allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, I can say that time and time again. I don't know. I don't have the facts. These are all alleged yeah all of them right we have our own thoughts and our opinions but um Nicki minaj she said that when it comes to a young girl or an up-and-coming rapper or anything like that when it comes from someone like little wayne yeah it it matters yeah when someone that you love respect and you want to make proud and they say hey you know you should do this to yourself or you know whatever about your life you need to change yeah. it does carry more weight there's no doubt about that yeah so my theory is uh, one of the reasons, one of the top reasons that women are going to get these BBLs is, like Nikki said, it, co- it comes from a man who you respect or you love or just in theory, men in general want to see, like a Danny Morrison doesn't want to date a woman who doesn't have a booty, some, some sort of butt, right? But let's keep it real. Half of it is also y'all trying to impress other women too. Let's not put it all on the fellas. Listen, Go on now. Yeah, reason, theory number two, I have number one. That men who would men who would uh, encourage that, yeah, and maybe even make you feel inferior to other women if you don't have one. And number two, to compete with other women. Yeah, it is. I think that that is a very very valid reason. I don't think it's valid. I think it's most of it. I think it's. I, I, so I'm not going to validate what they're feeling. I'm just saying I think that is a reason. When a woman so you is think on, that's number one. When Instagram models are on there, and I watch, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a okay. man. You know what I'm saying? I might even drop a little heart, a little highlight every now and again. I might. Of course. Y'all doing it mainly for other women so they can see y'all shining. Yo, you want men to pay attention. Mm. You might even have an OnlyFans account where you want some money. But y'all doing it for the other women saying, look at this. Remember y'all used to make fun of me back in high school? Mm. Look at me now. Look at this right here, what I got. Look at this, huh? <laughs> I got more cake than Betty Crocker. Look at this right here, yep. y'all. That's what y'all doing it for. Yeah, yeah. Women, we like when other women pay us a, a compliments on anything. Anything. Purse, He's, shoes. Oh, yeah. Dress. Yeah. Hair. Because, man, we, we, a lot of time we won't even notice. The problem is, though, <laughs> when these women are getting these surgeries and lying about it or not telling the, the full truth, and then they'll get a surgery and then they'll hit the gym like it's all them. <laughs> Like, oh so yeah, like I've been. That's so true. Yeah, I've been. I've been in this game for a minute. Like I've been hitting the gym, and so they try to, you know, encourage other women. Like just keep going, you'll get there too. So Robin, so Robin, Robin, tell me why won't women just be honest? It's okay. I went and had a little bit of butt implant, a little surgery. What's the big deal? It's I, okay. Yeah. It's your body. It is I got no body. problem with plastic surgery, by the way. Yeah. Do what you want with your body. Right. But be honest about it. What is the problem? Well, part of it is the facade of it all, right? So the facade of let's let's just be honest. Social media trumps everything. I said it. It does. It does. You can be who you want, what you want to be, 
on social media. Yep. And so you you can you can look like a millionaire. You can look like you're the most beautiful person, no flaws. Your skin has the most amazing texture, no pores. You can look like your body is amazing because they've they've created all these apps now to uh, you know help you enhance your photos, photoshopping and Facetune. Mm-hmm. Listen, I know them all. I know them all, and I can't say that I haven't used them. I'm gonna keep it even more real. I mean, we've all you know kind of. With, with ladies, I mean, if you're anything like me, you know, you've you've dipped and dibbled and dabbled in a few uh, apps, you know, but that's what I'm saying. It's all creating a facade. And so I think that not telling the whole truth about what surgeries you've had, including so those are BBLs. Those are breast implants. Those are uh, l- getting your lips enhanced. Those are uh, Botox, all those types of things women don't want to be honest about. That is why black women are amazing. Because all they're trying to be is black women. Have you noticed that? They're trying to be black women. Injecting their lips with collagen. Enhancing their butts. Come on. Darkening their skin through tanning. Mm-hmm. Are we going to keep it real up in it? It's funny you say this. Look what just came across the wire as we're talking. Nicki Minaj calls out fat. Oh, are you just, just Nicki Minaj? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Read that. Read that real good. Nicki Minaj calls out fashion magazines for celebrating white artists like Billie Eilish and Lady Gaga for dyeing their hair bright colors when she's been asked not to wear pink hair. See what I'm saying? Wow. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, of course. This is a thing. When we do it, it's ghetto. It's not accepted. But when they do it, it's cool. It's fashion. It's fashion forward. Non-black women have commandeered the culture away from black women. Yeah. And... We got to do something about it. What are the queens going to do to make sure that that doesn't happen? It's happening on TikTok right now as well. Yeah. I don't know that there is something we can do about that, though. No? I mean, give me an example. What would you do? I would say y'all should come together, get a union or something. There's got to be a way to make it happen, Uh, isn't it? Yeah. A culture union. That's really good. culture union. There should be. Well, that sounds good in theory, but what can you actually legally do about that? Well, TikTok, they're suing <laughs> because their dances are being stolen on the regular. So that's one thing. Mm. Um, I think if someone is commandeered the culture, you sue who you think is trying to steal from you. Yeah. And, and they're doing certain things. Like I know uh, Instagram is uh, putting something in place, I think, about tagging the black creatives, giving gr- their, these creatives their due uh, credit. Love so it. I love that. I love that. But I just don't I really don't think that there's something you can do about it because you can't really. So, for for instance, Nicki Minaj, yeah, we can we can pinpoint her as having this, you know, bright hair and all that stuff, but we can't say that she's the one who created this style. Yeah, but she should also be the one when she's going through what she's going through. You got to be honest about the whole thing, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it starts there. Are you as an artist, as a an influencer or whatever? If you got implants, if you've had surgery, if you got whatever, can you be honest with your audience and say this is what I did? It usually is when you're late in your career, like Nicki Minaj, right. or with, uh, what was the lady's name again? That, uh, K. Michelle. K. Michelle, mm-hmm. when you have a disaster that the whole world sees, yeah. oh, now all of a sudden you want to come clean. It should happen prior to and say, check this out, I'm going to get this done. Why? Because my body, I can do whatever I want to do. Yeah. When do we get to the point where the queens will do that? Well, I think the reason they've gotten to that point also is the fact that um, something is wrong. They're trying to prevent pe- other people. But when it's working for you, why would you be honest about that? Why would you Why would you put yourself on blast? Then we got to change that then. That, that's the problem. I agree with you. So, and so if that disaster doesn't happen for K. Michelle, mm-hmm. she ain't said nothing. She ain't got that show. 
she that's true that's true she probably wouldn't there's no reason for her i believe that to say anything so how can we blame non-black women for commandeering the culture when we're not honest about what we're doing within our own culture mm. when kim kardashian rocks cornrows on social media black people lose their minds mm-hmm. you can't be rocking no cornrows that's cultural appropriation sexual etc really what are we what are we I want to ask you that. That's not a rhetorical. I want to ask you. I want you to answer that on the other side. Mm. If I said, describe a black woman in detail, I'd love to hear what you would say. Okay. Because have we even defined that? I don't know. News and traffic now. It's the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580, where black lives matter. Stay there. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. From middays to nighttime. Like George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Watch this run right here. Pink wig, dick fat, give them whiplash. I think big, get cash, make them blink fast. Now look at what you just saw. This is what you live for. Tell her you right now. Say what you want about Nikki. Say she got her butt implants in a whole nine. She's a beast on that microphone. She's talented. Question is, is she writing that stuff? Some say it doesn't matter. Not sure. I think she's writing it. I think she's writing it. You don't think... You don't think Drizzy back in the cut, you know, helping her out? Say, I'm going to put this right here. But you're, 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 nah, you're, she's got it. What am I talking about? Drizzy getting rhymes written for him? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about here? Uh, but we were talking about going uh, just a few minutes ago uh, before news and traffic. Uh, basically talking about uh, a, a black woman. Talking about Nikki. And I asked Robin, who is at the forefront of the black women movement? And you mentioned a queen that I could not believe you said that I love so much. Mm, I love her too. And when it when it when it comes to this generation, I believe that Yara Shahidi mm. is leading. I I just I, I adore everything about her. I think she is uber talented, uh, articulate, smart, socially conscious. She's she's just beautiful. Like stunningly beautiful mm. at the same time, and I think that um, you know, as we were talking, we we both agreed that she's just not getting as much shine as I we both believe that she should have, right? But I also think that part of it is due to the fact that we've seen her be a child, mm. we've seen her grow up in front of us, and so many of us still look at her as though she's a child, even as bright as she is. She's actually, um, I think she maybe said today that she's. Well, she's graduating very soon. I think she just finished her thesis or something like that. Wow. Going to Harvard University. Um, her mom, I don't know what she did. Mm. That little girl is, I see, I just called her a little girl myself. Right, yeah. She's perfect. Mm. She's perfect. She's she's great. She's great. She, I think that once she becomes a full-fledged, she is an adult, but when she becomes like grown-grown yeah. that we know, like grown-grown. Yeah. The world is going to pay attention to her. Because she can't be any older than 25 yet, right? I mean, how old Definitely is she? not. Because she was on Grownish for a few years. And then she, and, and then she, she was on Blackish, then Grownish. Then I Grown-ish. Think that back. yeah. And she was on that show for about three, four years there. So I'm assuming she's got to be hovering around 23, 24, 25. Yeah, I, I think so. So you're saying around 30, that's when we're going to see the oh, real Yara Shahidi. Yeah, 30, maybe even a little bit younger, but certainly 30. I think she is going to impact the world in that we are going to have to pay attention to her. No butt implants either. No butt implants. No boob implants either. No, no. And, and I, I don't think that she is really of that mindset. I think she really accepts who she is, her body. 
So why don't we, why don't, why don't the young queens that are out there right now look more at Yara Shahidi than they do Nicki Minaj? What is the problem? Where's that disconnect and why is there a disconnect? Well, I think it has more to do with, um, just think about this. Think about this for a second. Some of the highest rated artists who we see in our faces, once you scroll down your your uh, your timeline on social media, the, the people who we see, the women who we see are the Nicki Minaj's, the Cardi B's, who's also allegedly had some, well, I think she's talked about the fact that yeah. she's had some surgery. And so, um, an enhancement rather. So we see them, we see Megan the Stallion, even though she's said to be natural, but she, the, I'm saying she's she's curvy, she's curvaceous, and so uh, we look at these women, and they're in our faces, and they're making hot music, and they're you know they're playing them in the clubs, they're everywhere that these young people want to be. So why are you looking at Yara if you have Megan the Stallion popping it in your face? You tell me from the black woman's <laughs> perspective. You tell me. Well, I don't from the understand. black woman's perspective, I'll be completely real with you. I, uh, some of my, my friends and I, we send each other DMs and we're like, look at her. Yeah. Like, that's fire. Yeah. And who's her doctor for real? And, you know, we've contemplated. Like, should I do it? Would you? No. Why? At the end of the day, no. Because, at, at okay, so morally, I feel like. I'm just not that type of girl. I am a. I you're am saying a, surgery is immoral, is what you're saying right now. Careful. <laughs> Why do you always say that? <laughs> careful now. <laughs> careful. I can. I can. I can speak to that about myself. Please do. Um, morally, for myself, I just don't think that that's who I am. I can get caught up because I'm human. I can get caught up in the moment. I think we all do. We all have times where we look at somebody and we're like. Yo, I'm real tempted. I'm real tempted right now. But morally, what would you do? Do you do you stop yourself and say, Robbie, you tripping? You know, I'm I'm a around the way girl. Yeah. I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm this girl. Like yeah. I'm the I'm the, the the homie lover friend. I mean, not really that, but you get what I'm saying. Like just the the crazy, sexy, cool girl. <laughs> I'm you not ain't the... heard that song. You need. To... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you know, I mean, you know. But I am I'm I'm more of the homie than I'm than I am a, a Cardi B. You know, so as tempting as it is to 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 want my body to look like that, I, w- I would, of course, not go through with it. But it's very fun to to look at and, and dream and, and hope and talk about with my friends. So mm-hmm. for sure, we all do it. I see it entirely differently. Now, I'm a man. OK. Of course, we see things differently. Yes. Break it down. I say if there are parts of your body that you don't agree with, you should do something about it. And there's nothing wrong with it. Now, when you say morally, I thought you were going to bring God into it because there are some that say you shouldn't alter your body. Your body is a temple and it's in the Bible. And I've heard yeah, all no, that not stuff. Not that. Not that. But you didn't go there. Mm-hmm. Some believe that morality and religion go hand in hand. Right. You're not saying that. I'm not saying that. No. And I don't think that you should. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I just think that if you have some issues with your body and you say, I'm flat chested or I don't have any butt and I want to enhance it. Do you think? Yeah. There's none wrong with it. Except for the fact that it is one of the highest mortality rates. Oh, so you, you won't do it because of fear that something else might happen. Well, the it, surgery may go wrong. That's a whole different conversation. No. Th- well, that is that that is definitely a reason. But another reason is just the simple fact that I don't I, I'm not the type of girl who wants to have that type of shape. Do your children have anything to do with it? In terms of what? Do you want them seeing mom enhance her body? Oh, I mean, that that plays a part. Okay. That does play a part. Because, you know, I've talked to my children um, since they were 
two, three, or could understand that everything about them is beautiful and that they should accept it. And so we've gone through some highs and some lows just with their, you know, their natural born self as, as it stands, as it, as it is right now. Um, acne, hair, bodies, you know, like, why does your body look like that? And the other girls who are your age look like that. You get what I'm saying? We've gone through it. We've talked about it. So if I'm preaching to you to love yourself and don't trip and don't, don't do the whole comparison thing uh, from the other girls at your school, if I'm telling you that, then how could I go and, and do something because I'm comparing myself to other women? The reason this conversation is so fascinating to me is because where does it end? I'll give you an example. You mentioned acne. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we could also talk about hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. What if you have a child that has some really bad acne mm-hmm. and maybe they want to do something about it that may cause for them to have to go to a doctor or maybe get under the knife? Even. What do you call that? Microabrasion? What, yeah, is, what is that? Yeah, yeah. Microabrasion. Is there something wrong with that? No, not necessarily. But because it, it it's not it's not going to they're not going to end up dead. Possibly. But you could. From microabrasion? Any surgery. That's I'm saying, not a surgery. You can die from any surgery. That's not a surgery. Maybe not. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Anytime you go to the doctor and mm-hmm. they inject or whatever, you could you could be harmed from it. Yeah, I agree. So I I'm saying, where you. does it end? And is it okay to just say, look, whatever you're disappointed with, mm-hmm. that's the way I see it. Well, then, okay, so now we're talking about we're getting a little bit more into what is what are you doing for yourself right. versus for other people and culture? And butt implants is for everybody else. Let's just it's keep it real. It's totally for everybody else and for the culture because you want to be a part of what's going on right now. So what are you doing for vanity? Yeah. And what are you doing for health? Is that fair? Mm. Health. One's collective and corrective. one cosmetic. Corrective. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. I would, And I agree with that. When it, I, I agree with that. I love this conversation. I got another question on the other side. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. We talking booty tonight. Danny <laughs> <laughs> KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> Say that. Be sure to follow. Not the don't look any further. What? <laughs> huh. Well, if you guys have ever seen that music video, it is hilarious. Looking back way back in the day. It's very funny. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. Danny Morrison Show, KVLA Talk 1580. Yeah, we were talking about uh, uh, men stepping up their game in 2022 and whether or not chivalry is dead and being romantic. And uh, let me read a few comments here because we have been neglecting social media tonight. I apologize. I always try to intertwine the comments into the broadcast on a nightly basis. Uh, I put up a post, a teaser on my socials and also on the KBLA socials coming into the pro- broadcast like I like to do. And uh, I basically asked, you know, uh, men still do this. And there's a picture of a man opening the door for a woman. And women should still do this. And there's a woman cooking in the kitchen. And I said, why can't both be true? Right? So some of my comments are, <laughs> Crystal Diaz said, I think it's 50-50. Every relationship has give and take. Depends on what makes each other happy and how each other fulfills it. Mo Lachey said, I have a problem with real women being in the same photo with cooking. Oh. We've talked about that on this broadcast before. 
Uh, hey, it's bossy. Uh, it's just laughter emojis. <laughs> Brooklyn Cali Seven said, "Opening the door, take the trash out. I will take the trash out sometimes." Hmm. hmm. Sherelle Diggs, sub queen, said, "Interesting topic. 2022 is a segue to the future. I do think men and boys who are raised by a good mother or grandmother will know what they'd like to see in a dating partner." Mm. Uh, that's not always true. Hmm. Matter of fact, I'd even make the case that most times that's not true. Really? Well, yeah, because most African-American men in our neighborhoods right now are being raised by who? Oh, the women. A single mom or a grandma. Yeah. And I think it's safe to say we haven't been the most romantic or chivalrous over the last 20 years. Wow. Do you think that African-American men are less chivalrous than other races of men? I know that's a a blazing question, but... Yeah, it is. I I do think they are. Um, I think that... they are or they are not? They are not as chivalrous. Ooh. Um, I just don't think that they are. I think that everything around us, uh, it, it, you know, let's just take um, music, right? We talked about this a little bit before, but music, it's it, nothing is sexy about that. Nothing yeah. is uh, nothing is promoting chivalry, right? Um, everything is almost opposite, completely opposite of it. So. Mm-hmm. If most of our young men right now are listening to music and that's what's influencing their lives, then why would they? And then and then here's the other thing. This kind of touches on what we were talking about with Neo when he said it the other day. Yeah. Ladies, if you're not going to demand it, why would they give it? They ain't going to do it if you ain't asking for it. Right. That's a promise. For some reason, uh, women have stopped demanding better of us men out there. Yeah. Because there's so many guys out there that are doing some foul behavior, and we're going more towards the superficial. I think, once again, social media. I know we keep harping on social media, but yeah. it's true. It's true. Seems like women of today, and I know I'm, I'm using a wide brush right now when I say it. It seems like women of today are really more into the superficial, to the good-looking, to the... Than rather than the substance of a man, especially in the black community. Am I overthinking it? No, I, I think you're right about that. But I also think that the reason that social media comes into play with this is women. It's opened up the door so wide for men to choose a woman that it used to be like this. Do you remember the movie A Bronx Tale? Yeah, of course. One of my favorite movies ever. Car scene. Love the car scene. Love the car scene. But the whole, entire movie is just my <laughs> it's just my jam. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If we're talking about, just think about the neighborhood in the Bronx where uh, you have a block or two or, you know, a little community of women. Yeah. And you see a woman, you're like, I've never seen her before. She's bad. And you that is your surroundings. You're, you're within a five-mile radius, right? That woman catches your eye. You're going to do whatever needs to happen to court this woman and to woo this woman, like you said. Social media is that times... 10 million yeah right you you don't have a radius anymore it's 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 open wide to other countries all around the world so your options are very very um what's the word they're just wide yeah right so if that's the case women now you have to lower your standards because you think all right I'm not the chosen one anymore. I can't be. Facts. I'm competing with so many other women. So you have to lower your standards as well. Show a little bit more skin because you want to get that attention. Absolutely. So you might not be saying, okay, I need something. There's a, a video going uh, going viral right now. Someone on TikTok and they're like uh, t- taking an order. So you want that, uh, that, that, look. so she, she, she goes to uh, take an order from like 
as you would like at a restaurant, right? Can I have that uh, that loyal man with the you know the good paying job? And, oh, we we out of that. Uh, so would you choose? <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Literally, that's how it is right now. You want the big order, you want the you know the grand meal, but we out of that right now. So Whew. okay, so so give me the, give me the good man with the the, the the not the good job. You give me the good man that cheats still. Give yeah. me the you get what I'm saying. So yeah. women have to lower their standards. I feel they believe they have to uh, lower their standards. When you mentioned Bronx Tale, I thought you were going to bring up my favorite scene in that movie is the car scene. That's, and you know what I'm talking of, about? Yeah, that, that is one of my favorite. That's that's the scene that everybody loves. There is a man in uh, I, I can't remember the names from the movie, but he's talking to a young man, right? And he says, here's what you need to know. Mm -hmm. If you want to know if she's the real deal, blah, 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 blah. When you pick her up and you take her around to the car and you open up the car door for her in the passenger side and she gets in the car, she sits down and you close the car door for her. I want you to walk around the back of that car and watch her. If she doesn't reach over and unlock that door for you. She is not She's the right not the woman one. for you. That's right. I oh, said, my goodness. And then the, my favorite part, though, is when it actually happens. He picks her up for a date. He In opens slow up motion. Her. Oh, my goodness. He goes around, and then he sees her reach over. Ooh, he like, jumped up. He jumped up. He was. He did the Toyota jump. Like, yeah. yes. He was so happy. That Fan was a great scene. Fantastic movie. Hey, by the way, I, I asked Robin something. I'm going to pull back the curtain. I asked her before the show. I said, if you have, and maybe you can answer this on the other side, because I know we're up against it, huh? I said, if you have friends, because I haven't gotten any text messages from my friends with my opening monologue that I came out and pretty much castigated the entire crew. <laughs> if you have friends that maybe have done a little dirt and they are good, fathers, husbands, boyfriends, go to work every day, treat their kids right, everything. They do everything they're supposed to do. But as soon as they leave the country or even just the city, they're different. But the minute they get back home, they're perfect. Mm -hmm. Are they are they bad people? Are they bad men? And I want you to tell me what you told me. I cannot wait. 1-800-920-1580. It's Danny Morrison Show. By the way, on the other side, I got your moral conundrum coming up. Keep it there. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. By George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. We know you stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. We're on a young money kick tonight, man. <laughs> That's a jam. Yeah. I see that's the clean version. It's a little different. <laughs> if y'all want to hear that uncut, that hook is a little different. So Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 1580. I was asking Robin, you know, we were talking about chivalry and the whole nine. If you got a man that is a good man, works hard, you know, provides for the household, takes care of the kids, you know what I'm saying? Really been loyal to you for years and years. But, you know, when he gets with his homies and they go to Mexico or they go to Vegas or whatever, he's a little dirty when he gets there. But when the weekend is over, he returns to you, kisses you on the lips when he gets there, turns back into your Superman. <laughs> is, is that a bad guy? You told me. I said that uh, that is not a bad guy. Yes, you did. Um, I want to bring up a story very quickly, and I'll, and I'll paraphrase it because I'm not going to go and find this video or anything. 
Erica Campbell of the group Mary Mary mm-hmm. actually talked about this on, on a talk show that she was on where she mentioned that her husband of umpteen years, Warren Campbell, had been unfaithful to her earlier on in their marriage. And um, after she found out about it, of course, there was turmoil. They had to get over that, you know, as a, a, a healing process. But even before she even made the decision to stay with him, she said, did I make a mistake by marrying this man or did I marry a man who made a mistake? Whoo, that's a nugget. I, I was like, those are bars right Woo! there. That is, that is beautiful. It's, it was powerful. I've never speaking. heard that before. That, yeah. That's a good that one. That stuck with me forever. And the reason it stuck with me is because I identify with that. Mm. I agree with that. Here's one thing. And this goes hand in hand with what I was saying. I don't know. One of these days that we were talking about this. I think that when it, in terms of relationships, I think that what we need to do, uh, I'm, I'm talking to the women right now. I think we need to change the perspective of, of getting into relationships before we even get into the relationship. And mm-hmm. if you're already in it, hopefully you can do some adjustments while you're in it. But um, the issue is that we have this this entitlement and and actually Nick Cannon talked about this when it comes comes to monogamy he does not believe in monogamy we know we know <laughs> we know um especially with the eight kids that he has we know he doesn't get down like that he specifically says i feel like that gets into the space of selfishness and ownership and that's a little bit about what i'm saying that kind of that kind of blends into what i talked about with the um entitlement women we have this entitlement that you should not make any mistakes. You should, it should only be me. Uh, you, you bet not step outside of me or else you are a dog. I'm leaving. I've had women tell me you can, you can pretty much do anything else, but if you cheat on me, I'm leaving. That's, mm. that's the breaker for them. Mm. And I'm like, really, really? You'll blow this thing up. Because, because, because what I'm pointing out is the fact that like you mentioned, Danny, if this is a good man, yeah, he comes home to you. He provides for you. He is actually a good man. Not not that that kind of guy we were talking about the other day, where he's beating you but still providing for you. Not yeah, that. That's not, not a good that. man. That's not a good man. Right. I'm talking about the man who is. He's got your back. He comes home. He he takes care of his kids, and not just takes care care of his kids and, and meaning provision, but he's there. He spends time with you. He spends time with the family. He's a family man. He's a godly man. Yeah. All of those types of things, and he steps out. Or he makes a mistake, or he whatever the case is, that's still a good man. Mm. So you're gonna you're going to forfeit. You're gonna forfeit that relationship for the sake of this man doing that to you, right? You're dropping bombs right now. Go ahead. It's go. the truth, and, and you know what? And I know there's a, probably a lot of women who won't agree with me. Um, oh, and, I can guarantee you that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, and I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that, and I stand by that because you can't. There's literally nothing you can tell me that'll make me think differently. I have been saying for years, you got a good man. We already broke down what we believe to be perceived yeah. as a good man, and he goes to Vegas with his homies. One of his homeboys is getting married, and you know they got strippers and they hit the strip clubs and they might even uh, entertain a brothel or two. Mm-hmm. Let's say your man gets intoxicated while he's in Vegas, right? Yeah, and has a moment. Yeah, with some woman, fifteen minutes. Let's say it lasts 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And he comes home to you and comes clean to you and goes, I had sex with a stripper in Vegas this weekend. I just want you to know. Mm-hmm. 
Y'all been together 10 years. Y'all got a house, you might have two. You got cars, you got kids. You got a dog and a cat. You got bills, assets built up all this time. You leave your husband for a 15 minute romp with a stripper in Vegas. Mm-mm. I'm telling you, there's a lot of women that will go, hell yeah, I would. There are women who would say that, and you know what they are setting themselves up for? What? To get into a relationship where that man is going to do the same thing. Ooh, wait a minute now. Hold on. Wait, wait I'm a not- minute. Hold <laughs> on. Because you trying to get no track here. I thought that we were in sync tonight. No. no I'm no, no, Justin no, no. Timberlake. Come on. You're trying to tell me. the re- This is what I believe. Hold that thought. Okay. Because Ken's on the phone. Oh, okay. Come on, Ken. Oh, come well, on. Somebody going to light me up. Go Ken, ahead. give me your height, your color, and your hood, Ken. 5'11", <laughs> chocolate, and living in Carson. Carson, drop hey, it Ken. in. Come on, <laughs> drop that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what hey, do you think, man? Hey, you, you say, know what? Go ahead. You know what? The truth of the matter is... You know what? I don't believe that, especially men, were not even made to be monogamous. That's what Nick uh, Cannon says all we, the time. And you, and you, you know what? We tr- we we try to uh, adhere to this social construct, especially in America. I don't care whether you talk about Africa, Asia, around the world. Men have had multiple wives and concubines since the beginning of time, and all we try to do is adhere to this. The way we live over here, and it's and it's not true. It's a lie. You really can't do it. Uh, so I mean, we're 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 just shaking and faking on a constant basis. But I yeah. mean, and you ask the average man behind closed doors, you know. I mean, I've had this conversation with buddies and coworkers a thousand and one times, and you know what? Yeah, Ken, do you have me on speakerphone? Ken, you got me on speakerphone right now. Get off speakerphone because you're fading in and out, Ken. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me, uh, Take me off speakerphone, man. I thought your, your woman was choking you out right now. That's a... <laughs> what you say? What you say, mother? Okay. Okay, that's much better. Uh, you were saying, go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, and and, and I, I just wish, uh, brothers, we, we could be honest, but we love, you know, I remember the... the uh, the the line in Baby Boy and he mm-hmm. and, and he says to, to to Raji, you know what? I lie to you because I love you, mm-hmm. and I, I I you know I don't want to hurt you. Them other ones out there in the street, I tell them the truth mm-hmm. <laughs> because, because because I don't care. I think it's different for men, and women don't want to hear this. A man can have sex with a woman with no emotions attached. None. Okay. I mean, uh- immediately. A man could go to Vegas but with his women homies and have, and have a sex with a, a woman and forget about her before he leaves state lines. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, right? I'm, you think I'm playing? <laughs> yeah. All I, the I time. Now, there's a few women that can do that. There's too, a few women that can do that. And that's why men are far yeah, more yeah. harmed when they hear that their woman cheated because it's like, okay, she must really be into this cat. It that's messes ego. a man that's, up. That's, that's ego. That's definitely yeah, ego. That, 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 that. So let me ask yeah, you, Ken, the, real, that, that, that's the, let me ask you real quick. Why are men still getting married knowing this information that we have here? Because you, because it's a societal norm and, you know, you want a fa- and you want a family and, and, and you want this woman. That's you, right. you really love and care about this woman and you don't want to lo- lose her because she's been, you know, you know, made to believe that if this man loves you, he'll put a ring on it. And so you know you gotta you gotta put a ring on it or somebody else will, especially if she's attractive and and got it going on. So that's what you do. But this is not how men want to live, and, and, and the average man can't be honest. And you know what, Danny? 
And here's the, 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 the kicker to it. I don't care what man you're talking about, the greatest men who've ever lived, the Martin Luther Kings, whatever. Men are not monogamous until we get to an age where, you know, the testosterone is decreased and we can have sex like we oh, did when we let's go. Let's go, let's go. And you know it's true. Um, until, yeah. well, when men are in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, hey, man, we're out there getting, men are out there getting it on. And they, whether they're married or not, and especially athletes and entertainers, I mean, their wives have to know th- that they're not going to be monogamous. But hey, we still we get into it because we just lie. Matter of fact, some woman on Basketball Wives when that show was hot, I can't remember the person that said it. The woman that said it on there, she said, and I think I've mentioned it on this broadcast before. She says, "Yeah, uh, my man is unfaithful all the time." However, what I told him was one: I may not ever hear about her or their or them. Two, don't bring me no diseases up in this household. And three, you better not bring me no babies. Hmm. You adhere to them. You adhere to them. Three, we good. I think I remember that. Yeah. And I said, that's actually pretty rational considering the circumstances. She got the big old house. She got the cars. She got the purses. She got the big bank account. She said, you going when you on the road? Long as I don't hear about it. Long as I ain't got no burning sensation tonight, we good. But the question is, can he <laughs> can he extend those those same uh, those same rules for her? She ain't the one making millions of dollars. Oh, so you trying to say all? You trying to say that all things are equal in this situation? They're not. They should be. They should be. So if he's a millionaire, multi-millionaire basketball player, his wife at home should be extended the same. Amenities. I don't know if that's how. I don't know if that's the right word. <laughs> that's the right word. No chance. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. What if she's a businesswoman? Yeah. Hmm. And maybe Very different conversation. Maybe. I just can't. I'm with you, man. Look, and I think you're right. I think that's why you see a whole lot of men in their late forties and fifties dating women in their twenties, because a woman is like, I want a man that's gonna take care of me. I want a man that's gonna be loyal to me. I want a man that's really stable at this point in his life and not out there trying to just sow his wild oats, as they say. And a woman in her 20s might want to be loyal and get married right now. And a man in his 50s is like, you know what? I'll marry you. You fine. It's all good. Both get what they want, and they live happily ever after. He dies in five years, but still they live happy. (laughs) (laughs) Ken, you got a point, man. Yeah, it's it's the real. If if we could just be honest with one another, I think that the relationship game would be a whole lot better. But it's not. It's not because it's too. It's too deeply woven in this uh, American uh, uh, fabric. Whereas you know, around the world, it's, it's it's always been this way. You know. Yeah. And it's accepted. Ken, I appreciate the phone okay. call. You have a good night, King. Y'all appreciate it. Call y'all. more often, you man. Too. I love this. Thank you, Ken. All right. Later. Uh, speaking of another Ken, we got another Ken on the phone right now. Oh. Ken caller from my hometown. Ken, give me your height, your color, and your hood, King. Man, you know, six foot, black, and I'm a rebel. Rebel for life, baby. <laughs> Bakersfield checking in. Drop that. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you think of this whole conversation, Ken? Come on, man. Because, you know, we Bakersfield folk. We, we think differently. <laughs> man, you- Oh, we, we we definitely do, but I, I I just barely caught the show where it where where it's at, man. I heard you guys were talking about the the lady that was dealing with her husband cheating on her. Yeah, and yeah, and she was fine with it, and that's cool. That's what you're supposed to do. I mean, 
He's take care of the house. He's he's paying the boss. He's paying the cost to be the boss. Okay, wait a minute. Well, watch how you say that. You said that's what she's supposed to do. I don't know if that's the accurate way to say that. <laughs> you saying because he's a good man, he should be able to go out and cheat, and she's supposed to accept it. Is that what you're saying? Well, if she's accepting it, it's not really cheating. He's just doing his thing. He got Ooh, options. You see that? If he knows about it, if she knows about it, then that's not cheating. Cheating is normally when it's done behind her back. But if she knows he's going out and doing this thing, it's not cheating. And plus, he's taking care of the home anyway. But I can see, check this out, but don't get it twisted. I'll play the, devil at, the devil's advocate. Yeah. Now, I can see if he was the breadwinner and he wasn't doing nothing, but yet he was going out and messing with different women. Now, I now that's bad right there. That's bad for him because ain't no way you should be sitting on the couch while your woman's working. Yeah. At least have or at least try. And that's what I was telling Robin well, just I a few can- minutes ago. I said if he's a multi-millionaire, you know, a, a basketball player worth $50 million, and while he's on the road he's sleeping with women, I don't want to advocate for doing that. I'm just saying – you, you can't equate the two, that she should be able to do it, too. That's what I was telling her. Well, yeah, and the other part of this is that, I mean, we keep throwing around the money aspect. It's not just the money aspect. If you're a family man, be a family man. It is, it's 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 all-encompassing. It's a family man. That, remember uh, what we were talking about as far as what we say is a good man, right, Danny? Mm-hmm. It means that you, that you really spend time with your family and that this is really what it, this is really real. And, like, not necessarily making her be okay with yeah i'm out here cheating i'm out here doing my thing not not that i'm talking about if you happen to be if you happen to step out somewhere that doesn't make you a bad man just because you did that Mm. i'm not saying make that a part of your lifestyle and she should accept it because you're paying the bills and you're bringing home all of this money that's not what we're talking about yeah you agree with that ken well check well check this out it's just like this just like i said a few minutes ago you know if she's okay with that, if she knows that she's okay, honestly, if she knows that she's okay with him, it's not she. He just he just exercising this option, you know. And as an NBA player, a young NBA player who comes from nothing, all of a sudden a big time millionaire, and you're getting all this attention and validation from women that you normally wouldn't have got if you was working a regular job. Yeah, it's going to be hard for that man to to be with that one woman. But a lot of times the women do understand that. So that's not considered cheating. He's right. I I agree with that part. If she knows about it, it's not cheating. But, and I'm sure we'll talk about this after the break, but I would like to to break down the woman's perspective on this. Mm. Because we're talking about the men, but I want to talk about the women and some of the things that I think that we can change in order to make all of this cohesive. Kenny, I'm up up against it, man. Much love to Bakersfield calling in, man. I appreciate you. Have a good night, King. All right? For show, for show. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, love it, love it. What a great conversation. Man, We the, this came out of nowhere. I still got a moral conundrum that I'm going to try to get into, but this conversation is too good. I may save it. You never know. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Is it cheating if a man is out doing work, <laughs> putting in work, and his woman knows all about it? Is it cheating if she approves? It's the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580 right now. News and traffic, and we will see you on the other side. Stay right there. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. Will you be good to me? Huh? <laughs> 
those of you under the age of 30, back in the day, almost all music was about relationships. Especially R&B, uh. It's Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 1580. Talking about whether or not a man can be loyal. A man can be monogamous in 2022. And uh, we had Can Call earlier and basically say that it is unrealistic to think that a man can keep it in his pants, basically. What do you think? You said you were going to give me from the woman's perspective. Yes, and I think that Ken is on to something. Yeah. I think that the issue is women have to adjust their thinking. We have to adjust our mentality in terms of marriage. I think that we have been uh, raised with this um with this thought that a ma- that a man is going to come, he's going to be the knight in shining armor. He's going to save us. He's going to marry us. He's going to provide for us. He's going to be loyal to us. He's going to be uh, everything that we need. Is this is this facade? And we believe that marriage is a fairy tale, and that's it's going to continue to be a fairy tale when that's actually not what it is. Marriage is actually a partnership. It's a life partnership. So when you look at it that way, then you'll realize that the butterflies go away. You'll realize that that that. You know, the courtship, I'm not saying that we should uh, we shouldn't have any courtship or chivalry. I'm not saying that that should certainly be there in the beginning of the relationship that establishes the relationship. And um, so I agree, I agree with it. But what I'm saying is uh, women just tend to think that men are going to be that knight in shining armor for the rest of their lives. And that's not what it is. We don't have the butterflies for the rest of our lives. At some point, you have a, a man, and he has a woman, and you do life together. At some point, you, you, you build businesses together, you buy homes together, you have children together, and you have each other's back. That's your life partner. Mm. And hopefully, you love them. Hopefully, you're in love with them. I'm not saying that that shouldn't be there. But in terms of this whole uh, monogamy thing, I, I think it's possible for a man to be monogamous in the sense that he has a life partnership with one woman but i do think that it's it's um it's kind of silly to think that this man won't go off and and have sex with another woman at some point in his life at some point in your relationship i think that you ladies are to blame for this whole thing okay for the expectation mary j blige been telling y'all for 20 years a man cheat on me and i'm not gonna cry you know all of these love songs and the whole nine mm-hmm. You have this expectation. Tyler Perry been doing the same thing for y'all. If a man cheats on you, he's garbage. Yeah, he's no good. Right. I just don't agree with that. I'm glad that you don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I do not agree with that at all. He is hurtful. He is disrespectful, especially if he's doing it behind her back. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make him a bad man. Right. If he cheats. I agree. Completely agree Now, if he that. consistently cheats and he's been seeing a woman behind this woman's back for two years and he go to her apartment and all that, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, that, you become a womanizer. That is a womanizer. Thank you. Yeah. But we're talking about a man that cheats. A man that screws up once, twice. Right. But here's the other side of this whole discussion. If he cheats with someone at his workplace, different conversation. Mm. It's, a diff- it's a different conversation. Why? close proximity it'll happen again okay i agree with you gotta be careful yeah you know yeah if he cheats in vegas with his boys one time yeah because the, because we're talking about two different things one is a relationship correct right and the other one is you, you stepped out you had sex with somebody an encounter an encounter yeah. thank you yeah 
versus a relation. I completely agree with that. Don't have a relationship outside of your primary relationship, Correct. whether it's a, a relate, you know, your girlfriend or wife or whatever. Yeah, that's I why agree. they call them work husbands and work wives. You know, because you dang near spending more time with the person at work than you are with your own. Yep. But if you have sex with somebody that is in close proximity to you, with you, and you see them all the time, it's dangerous. Yeah, I agree with that, and that's why with uh, Ken number one, first Ken, <laughs> with, <laughs> yeah, we were, Ken number one, what is this, I, a Ken dog on call before <laughs> the end of the show. Uh, when he said, I, and I'm not sure if it was actually the first Ken or the second, but when he said that uh, if 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 men can be honest about that, but women have to be open to receive it at the same time. If if men can be honest, then you are just setting yourself up for um, an an agreement, an understanding in your relationship. Yeah, but if women are honest, they're never going to be honest about saying that my man is, it's okay for my man to step out on me. No woman is going to cop to that. No woman? No woman. Choose your choose your your words carefully. I think there's some women out there who could actually, who could say like, yeah, I, I, could, I could subscribe to that. If a man is balling, like we talked about, yeah, if he's a, if he's a multi-million, if he's a high value man, I hate using that term. But yeah, of course, <laughs> they're going to be because we know who uses that term and I don't want to be tied oh, to that right. cat at all. Right. However, that being said, yeah. <laughs> If he's a man that is much sought after, a man that has got a lot of capital, a man that is famous, or what, so on and so forth, she gonna put up with it a little more than than Tyrone work at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna keep it real up in here? Are we gonna keep it up real up in here or not? Yeah, that's keeping it real. Tyrone at Home Depot. So yeah. you mean to tell me just average people? A woman would subscribe to that. I say not a chance. In well, the, part of what I'm saying is that a woman needs to adjust her mentality. I think women in general need to adjust mentality. But I, and, and I know that is in a very unpopular opinion, but that's my opinion on it. That's where I sit. That's my, my vantage point is saying, listen, I see the problem. Listen, I'm a Libra, so I, I got the scales going on. I, can, yeah. I have the balance going on. I can completely understand why Ken says men aren't meant to be monogamous. I can mm. understand that. But then I, I, I can understand the woman who says... I want loyalty. I want a man who's going to be good to me and come home to me every night. You do want that. And I think there could be both. Here's what women will say. I don't want to. I'm not a woman, obviously, but here's what I think they will say. Mm -hmm. You're articulating that uh, on a microphone right now. Mm -hmm. So you're giving license to your man to cheat. The minute you say that, it's the same I thing that conservatives and Trump supporters and whole nine say. I'm not going to give my daughter condoms in high school because you're giving them license to go out and have sex. Yeah, I, I've heard that before. I'm not new to that. Um, I, I don't. I really don't care what people say. Okay. You know, I don't have. Listen, we've been in the game 16 years. All right. So we have. We, we've. We've. We've talked about it all. We've. You know, we have our own. That's what I'm saying. You do what's right for you in your own marriage or whatever, in your own relationship, rather. But um, I, I've heard that before. So you I've don't buy it. That it gives him the right to cheat? Yeah. No, not necessarily. What I'm saying is that I don't condone it just like we're talking about right now. I don't condone that, but I understand that. Yeah, and you're, you know your man. Yeah, he's a good <laughs> man. He's right. actually a really good man. You know your man. You couldn't say that to just any man. Like I said, Tyrone at Home Depot, you mm -hmm. tell him, like, yeah, his girlfriend's like, well, you know, if he cheats, you know, it's okay. We, we're in a relationship. This is a life partnership. He's like, man, Becky and... And electronics right now. She, she about to get it. Electronics? <laughs> Is there any electronics at Home Depot? I don't, I don't even, even know. think so. I don't think so. Do they? <laughs> See, I was right. Okay. But I think Ken is right. Look, 
some would say is dang near tribal for a man to want to sow his wild oats. Mm. Tribal. Tribal. I've not heard that before. Some may say it goes way back. You buy that? Like a natural instinct. Being entirely monogamous in a relationship. I think Ken is right when he says a wa- that, that the reason he'll settle down in a relationship and marry a woman is he does not want to lose her. I think that's absolutely correct. You, you do. You do. Men do. You don't want to lose that woman. And so you'll do what you have to do to keep her. So women get married because they want to settle down, have a husband, 2.3 kids, white picket fence, dog, cat, the whole nine. Yeah, men women... get married because I can't let the next man get this one. She got booty. She had For a butt. Sure. She had For a Brazilian sure. butler. <laughs> <laughs> she, had a, she got that good old BBL. <laughs> you know, I think that's right. Mm. I think that's right. How are we doing on time? I want to read this real quick. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, uh, KBLA Talk 1580 is celebrating Women's History Month by elevating community and culture. Black Lives Matter Los Angeles presents Black Women Are Divine, a special event inspired by the spirit of Breonna Taylor. Join BLMLA for a beautiful day in the park, offering space for black women to reclaim divinity. There will be a delicious and healthy lunch, giveaways, healing services, and massage and reiki? Reiki, thank you. Performances, dance, and more. Hosted by KBLA's own Dominique DePrima. Everything is completely free. Black Women Are Divine is an event created for black women to receive love and healing. There's a children's village. Yes, the little ones are invited too. Brothers, please pass this along, uh, the information to the black women in your life, and you're welcome to come out and shower black women with love and support. And don't be hitting on them out there either, if you're listening to tonight's show. All are invited to volunteer. Uh, this event uh, centers on black women, girls, and femmes. It's all going down on Saturday. That's this coming Saturday, March 12th, starting at noon at Norman Houston Park. That's 4800 South La Brea Avenue, right here in the city of Los Angeles, at La Brea and Stalker, celebrating Women's History Month with love and appreciation from KBLA Talk 1580. Cool? Love that. When we come forward, we will continue the discussion. I'm going to save this moral conundrum till next week, next Thursday. Ooh. We'll save it. Okay. It is a good one, too, but we're going to do it a week from today. Okay. So, Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. We know you have options, but thank you, thank you for making the best choice. The only station in L.A. of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. Are we all old school tonight? Did they make any music after 1990? No, I won't. Come on now. It's the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Just got a message in my DMs. I won't say his name. He wants to remain anonymous. He said, the issue is that women have to face the truth and that they have been lied to growing up. Another thing was confusing is the words and names they say, like partner, equal, and independent. As a wife, you are a help meet. Meaning... That you must help your man meet his goals <laughs> and create a legacy. His legacy is your legacy. Plus, it creates more legacies with your linkage for the future. Wow. What you think about that? I think that's that's partially correct. And partially. I think you, you said it perfectly. It's partially correct. Yeah. What do you say to those people that say? The breakdown of the African-American family is the moment that women started working, doing their own thing, becoming independent. Um, there are some that say that. Yeah, and I think there's some truth to that. And and I'll address this gentleman here, uh, who, Mr. Uh, Anonymous, 
he is right in the sense that I do believe we're lied. We were lied to growing up, but maybe not in the sense we, we can look back and say that now because hindsight, right? But maybe it's just evolved. Maybe mm. that's really what it was back then, but maybe it's just evolved in the way, the same way as, you know, women are career women now, business women. So that's evolved. That's changed. We're no longer just in the kitchen cooking and taking care of the house and the children. So um, there's some truths, but said, there's. There, he said it's in the Bible. Okay, but then we also talked about the Bible yesterday, having many things have evolved since since times of old. Right. Right. So we have to look at it all. We got to I mean, some people want to stick to that and put their their foot down and say the Bible is the Bible. And, yeah, I do hear you and I agree with you. But I'm saying we cannot deny that a lot of things have evolved since then. Yeah, men were allowed to beat their women in the Bible. We're not going to adhere to that. And, yeah, slave them, too. I mean, it's like, come on now. Exactly. So we can't say, you know, just because it's in the Bible, you know, exactly. there has been evolution. That's right. How we doing on time? Uh, because um, this conversation is so fascinating to me overall just because uh, we in the African-American community, I've always said that our rules are different than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. They always have been. I mean, we always, you know, white supremacy is all throughout this country, throughout the fabric of this entire country, but I always go, that doesn't apply to us. Mm-hmm. Their rules don't apply to us. You know, when it comes to disciplining our children and when it comes to the workplace, the way uh, people are treated in the workplace and especially in relationships. Yeah. And if you are uh, watching these rom-coms that come out, you know, Jennifer Lopez got a rom-com coming out every two weeks, it seems like. (laughs) Don't be watching them things. They don't apply to us. Mm. Watch black rom-coms. Watch your Love Jones. Watch your Best Man. Mm. Watch your Brown Sugar. Watch your Love and Basketball. Watch your... Ooh, there's some fire on something. Those are fire. All of them. Just... Yeah. Uh, stop it. Oh, my goodness. Love and Basketball is a stop classic. It. Stop it. Stop it. You can make the case that Love and Basketball is the best black rom-com of all time. Mm. You can make the case. I'm not saying it is. You can make the case. I think it's Love Jones. That's just me. But my point is our rules are different. Yeah. But I don't think black women should allow black men to get away with murder just because our rules are different. A hundred percent. So that And that is the determination. That's the determining factor here. Uh, and, and this is something that I wanted to make. Uh, I wanted to make this point a while back because we're talking about men and, and him being a high value man. And I, I know you hate that. Hate term. that term. I know you hate that term. But we're talking about that. We're talking about what a man can do on a regular basis versus him just stepping out once or twice. I mean, so there are a lot of different, you know, variations in, in, in factors here. But I'm just talking about a good. I, I'm going to go back to Erica Campbell by saying, did I make a mistake or did I marry a man who made a mistake? And so I think that applies. I think that if you have a good man and we know what a good man is, that uh, if he makes a mistake, I think that that's not a deal breaker. I think it shouldn't be a deal breaker. Now, I can speak for myself, but I'm talking about what I believe other women should open their minds up to. What if he made a six month mistake? Different conversation? Different conversation, um, but then at the end of the day, you still look at who you married or who you're in a relationship. Who is this man? Because mm. even a six-month situation uh, um, mishap, whatever it is. I don't know if that's a mishap. That ain't no mishap. Okay, even if it's a... <laughs> Entanglement. That's, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's an entanglement. But even a six-month situation, you still have to look at that man and say, who did? Who am I in a relationship with? Right. He may be midlifing. Could be that. It Let's could, keep it there's, real. There's, there's a lot a, of black men go through, a lot of men, not black men, go through that midlife. That, you know, in early 40s, you know, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of factors here. There's a lot of factors. It all comes down to, you know, if he's a good man. We will tie a whole bow on this uh, and uh, on the other side. Here. This is uh, Danny Morris' show on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. From 
by George and Wheezy. Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. 1580.